0: It's time for recipe of the day. I'm not sure how it happened, but somehow Google has decided that I am the expert on cooking ground beef. And so when you search for how to cook ground beef or how to cook ground beef in the air fryer, you get me right there at the top with the links to cook the story for how to do it. And I do think that my methods are pretty good. And so I thought, you know, it's a weeknight if you're doing some kind of spaghetti something like that, you need some ground beef, this will work perfectly. Or if you are gearing up for the game days and you're doing any kind of nachos or, oh, I'm telling you about a hamburger cheese dip this weekend. If you're doing that, then you're going to want to know how to do ground beef the best ways possible for those. So if you have an air fryer, you would want to choose whether you're going to cook the ground beef in the air fryer or on the stovetop. And of course, these things actually also work for ground turkey, ground chicken, ground pork, except ground pork tends to be a little bit fattier. So it's more for the beef chicken, and turkey. Now, the big deciding factor is whether you want that caramelization and browning to be going on. You know, if you want those like crumbly, crisper bits of ground meat, then you're really going to want to do this in a skillet, like in a frying pan on the stove. That's going to be the best way. But if this is going into a sauce that's cooking for a long time, or like that hamburger cheese dip, it's going to stay in a slow cooker for hours on game day, then that crumbliness and crispiness isn't going to stay intact anyways. And so you might as well use the easier method, which is in the air fryer. The air fryer also very conveniently drains the fat away from the ground meat after you're cooking it. If you have seen those crazy videos on social media of people rinsing their cooked ground meat in a colander after cooking it to get the fat out, you don't have to do that. I mean, if you really want to rinse it, then I guess you have to rinse it in a colander. But if you just want to get most of the fat out of it, the air fryer does an amazing job at that. Okay, I'm going to tell you both methods. First, I'm just going to remind you how you can get the links to this if you want to actually read these recipes, see more information about them. You will head to cookthestory.com and you could just search for ground beef from there and you will find them. Or you can go to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and that gives you all the links to all the recipes on my site that have podcast episodes like this one for them. So you can find it there. It's arranged by date, very convenient. Or you can join our Facebook group, cookthestory.com slash Facebook ROTD. PD takes you right there and I always put the links to every day's recipe there for you so it's very convenient to find it there and that's a great place to ask questions too. Okay cooking ground beef in a skillet very traditional method to do that. You do not want to use a nonstick skillet if you want that crumbly crust to form. The nonstick skillet is not going to do as good a job of that but nothing's going to stick to it. It's quite convenient and easy to clean so if you want to go that route just know that there is that little trade off. In a large skillet you can do two pounds of ground meat although one one pound is going to be better. The less that you have, the better chance that it is going to get that good browning going on. What you're going to do is you're going to heat your skillet to medium heat with a little bit of olive oil or other cooking oil in there. You want it nice and hot. That's going to help with the browning too. Then you're adding your pound or more of ground beef into there and use a spatula or a rubber spoon to really smoosh it out and spread it out all over the bottom of the pan, almost like a big flat hamburger pan. You really want to cover as much area as you can and you want to flatten it down, like squish down on there. That's going to help it have contact with the pan, which is going to help it brown too. Now, the recipe that I'm linking to doesn't say to do this. It doesn't tell you to season it because I don't know what you're using this for. It really depends on what it's going into, but typically I would sprinkle some salt over the top of that. At this point, maybe a little black pepper and garlic powder, but definitely just on the top there, the stuff that's not in contact with the pan can get a first bit of seasoning. Then you are just going to leave that alone for like four minutes you really want it to have a chance to brown underneath you can take a peek if you want to use your little spatula go underneath and look is it getting nice and brown once it is really really nice and brown don't be tempted to do it sooner really really nice and brown then you can start kind of like flipping it over you want to get the other side to brown so flip all the little bits over as much as you can so you're getting the other side that you seasoned in contact with the pan now you can season this top side now and you're going to cook it for another four to five minutes until it is cooked through. You can stir this every like minute or so but you are trying to leave it as much as possible to develop more of that crust. Now I will say that throughout this process depending on how fatty the meat you have is or if it has been frozen before and it like retained extra moisture from that process you might have liquid in your pan and you want to get rid of that as promptly as you can at every stage because it stops that browning from happening. It's causing more of like a steam to go on, you see. So if you're in a nonstick skillet, you're going to use some kind of plastic spoon. If you're in cast iron or other uncoated kind of metal skillet, then you can use a metal spoon and you're just going to take it off the heat, tip it off to the side a little bit so that the fat gathers on one end and then use your spoon to scoop it up into a bowl. Now, I often find that that is not straight fat. And even if you sit it for a while, it's not going to like congeal. And so once it's cool, you can probably put it down your drain with cold water running or pour into a container and put it into the garbage if you're worried about putting fat down your drain, which is, of course, a concern. And so that is pretty much it. You get your nice, crumbled, dark ground beef, and it has a nice crust on it, nice flavor, and you can use it in all kinds of things. Now, for the air fryer, like I said, you're not going to get a lot of great browning on this, but it is so convenient and hands-off because you can just walk away. You know, my air fryer has like a little timer on it, so I can just set the timer for the amount of time that I need, and I can leave the room. I can go do something else. I'm not standing there monitoring it. So if I don't need that caramelization, I just need some ground meat for something, this is my go-to method. Also, there's that fat draining that I told you about, right? So there is no need to preheat the air fryer or anything like that. You are just going to get one to one and a half pounds of ground meat, and you're going to put it into the basket of your air fryer and spread it around so that it's covering the whole bottom. Don't Push on it though, because you don't want it to go down through the perforations of your basket. Right, you need it to stay up above that. Then you're gonna season it, just a little bit of salt, pepper, and garlic powder on there. Or if you're using it for something else and don't want those seasonings, don't put them. Put whatever it is you want. Sometimes at this point, I do take some cooking spray or like a oil mister and just kind of mist over the top of it. It does brown a tiny bit more, but I don't actually think it does very much. So up to you if you want to do that or not. And then you're setting the air fryer at 400 degrees Fahrenheit and. And you are putting it in there for five minutes. After five minutes, go in with a wooden spoon and kind of break it up a little bit. Flip it all over. And then it's going back in for three to five more minutes until it is not pink anywhere. Then crumble it all up in there still as much as you want. And then lift the basket out. And you will see that all the fat and liquid has accumulated underneath. And you have already drained ground beef, cooked hands off, perfect to use, done in the air fryer. Very, very simple. Okay, I will put the links to these recipes in the show notes for this podcast episode, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get the links to all the podcast episodes there, or join that Facebook group. It's cookthestory.com slash Facebook ROTD. I can't wait to see you there. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking.